0: We're your hosts, Alexa and Melissa. Thanks for joining
1: us. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode on Midwest Mamas Podcast. We are so excited you're here, and we are your Midwest Mamas. We are just... Itching for some warm weather. We're not sure where you are, but here in Indiana, it is cold. But we got a little bright warmth in our day by getting to chit-chat with our new friend, Molly Reed Grayson. So Molly is someone that we found just through Instagram and actually heard her on another podcast she is a songwriter lives in nashville with her family and does something called sunday bakes on instagram so she will get into all of that in this interview but we did just want to give a little heads up before we play the conversation that you gotta love technology and during it um it stopped recording and so alexa has been working hard and pieced it together but if it sounds like a little blip from one question to the next that's why, because technology sometimes does not work, so we just apologize in advance for that, but overall, it was a wonderful time. We're excited for you to hear this conversation with Molly Reed Grayson, and as always, thank you for listening. Hello, listeners. We are so
0: excited to have on our show today, Molly Reed Grayson. Can you say hi, Molly? Hi, everybody. Yes. We, are so, we are so happy you're here. Um, so you yes. have so many titles for our listeners who don't know you yet. Can you share with our listeners a brief um, introduction about you, where you're from, what you do?
2: Yes. Hello, everybody. Um, <laughs> what a treat to be on this podcast to oh, um, get yeah to get to connect with fellow mamas who are in the thick of it and teachers. Like I just have yeah. so much.
0: admiration
2: and respect for teachers my dad's a teacher he teaches fifth grade and my sister-in-law is a fourth grade teacher and I just think back on my life and think of how much like how many teachers just impacted who I am today so even even when you're saying oh no kindergartners and they're crying but it's like (laughs) you are having an impact and honestly on the parents too like it's it's comforting to know when your kids and y'all know, cause your moms, you know, yeah. are in good hands, but, yeah. but I, so I live, um, in a little town out just outside of Nashville, Tennessee right now, um, called Thompson station. It's like Franklin, oh. Tennessee, if anyone's heard of it, mm-hmm. um, and I'm married and we actually just celebrated our seven year anniversary.
1: Woohoo! Congrats. And I know.
2: I'm like, wait, does this mean we made it through the seven year itch or this is starting it or like, what does, <laughs> what does it mean? But, I, yeah, um,
1: that's a good question. But, I don't know. I know.
2: Cause technically when you've been married a year. You like, made it through
1: a you year. You made it through a year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Anyway, I'll yeah. let you know next year this time what what <laughs> year seven was like. Yeah. Um. But but I have we have two little girls. Grayly is almost five. She'll be five the end of March, and Ellie is almost two. She'll be two in two weeks, and then huh? I'm currently pregnant, expecting our third, which we are gonna wait to find out what it is. I don't <gasps> know what it is. You. Are. I know it's crazy. I can't <gasps> believe it. Cause we we found out with both the girls, but. We, we we're pretty sure this is the grand finale of our family. And so okay. we're kind of like, we just want to experience that moment of like, it's a, what is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> here we go. Living it the old fashioned way. But well, I, I didn't, do... I didn't
0: find out with either one of mine and it was the best surprise ever. Really?
2: Oh, I, I love, love hearing that. I love Good. it. Good. Good, yeah. I'm. Do you I'm have excited. a
1: hunch? Like, do you feel like, oh, we think it's another girl, or do you feel like maybe this is a boy?
2: I think it's another girl. I do. Okay. I, I mean, it's, and I'm okay with it. Like, we, yeah. I'm one of three girls. Mike okay. has two older sisters. He has a younger brother as well. But I, I don't know. I, I feel. Like, my pregnancies have all been very similar. Like, there's, Uh, you know, and this one included. It's, you know, the buy the book nausea for the first trimester, and then you kind of get wake up for the second trimester. Although, I say wake up, and I'm still so (laughs) tired. But I'm also, like, I'm chasing around two small humans, so that's different. Yeah, Um, absolutely. But, yeah, like, I mean... I mean, I don't think aversions or or food cravings has much to do with the gender. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel – I'm not showing enough to be able to say, oh, I'm carrying wide or high or low or, you know. Okay, Because I'm, yeah. I'm just 17 weeks. So okay. it's like finally my fat gut looked what looks like <laughs> that now is kind of looking like, oh, is she pregnant? <laughs> is that a bump? She's not just – stuffed full of goodies <laughs> just yeah. Sunday bakes if you will yeah. <laughs> yeah. so um but yeah so that's me I grew up actually um in the north I grew up um in a little town called East Aurora in just outside of Buffalo New York oh, and then okay. was um moved to Nashville for college I went to Belmont University oh, okay. and um got a degree actually in public relations and minor to music business and um i wear many hats like career my career is yeah. i'm a songwriter so i write songs i write um in the christian market in the country market and a little bit in like tv film um you do kind of a little bit yeah i mean it's been a minute since i've had a song placed but i definitely have like a catalog of songs that they pitch to We're looking for a song for the new Target commercial. It has to be bouncy and happy and say nothing, but also say, let's go and yay. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Fun. And then how you guys probably found out about me is what? Sunday Bakes? Instagram? Okay. So yeah, that's, I do this thing every Sunday. Not every. It's not, I I mean, I'm a mom and I have a job. So let's be honest. (laughs) I can't do it every Sunday, but. I try every Sunday to just bake something new that I've never made before, or a recipe that I love um, because I grew up baking in the kitchen with my mom and my grandma, and then more recently my dad, and um, I just found that I want I was longing for another creative relaxing outlet and oh, okay. to me that's baking things in the kitchen and and yeah. then sharing it with neighbors and family and friends and also I love connecting with people like you guys said starting the podcast you just want it it's been cool to connect and meet people and yeah um for me I feel that same way with the Instagram platform and for some reason Sunday Bakes is opened doors or allowed me to kind of be me and share my life and my heart and
1: with other people. It's been really cool. (laughs) That is really cool. And so what made you, like, decide, because you like baking and it was a relaxing, creative outlet for you, but then what made you be like, you know what, I'm going to put this on Instagram and call this Sunday Bakes. Like, what... How did that start?
2: (laughs) It's all a blur. It's so weird. No, I, so like, okay, social media is such a double-edged sword. You know what I mean? Like, I think every, the key, I I say all this to kind of say, like, the key that I've found is everything in moderation. Um, But I say all that and I, I loved Instagram from day one for some reason. Life in pictures or story or video is just really cool to me and really exciting and connecting and creative to me. So I was immediately, you know, drawn away from the Twitters and the Facebooks and all those things, you know,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: um, to Instagram. And um, But also being like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to be... stuck in my phone and glued to my phone. And also there's that risk of, you know, like I think that I'm a, I'm a Christian and the enemy can try and sneak in and like, you know, make you want to compare yourself or, Oh, she is yeah. that, or she's a better mom or she yeah. is skinnier or she, yeah. you know? And so going into Instagram world, I've definitely been like aware um of all the kind of negatives of social media. Mm-hmm. But that being said, when stories kind of came about on Instagram, I was like, this is just so fun like you're watching people and you just are like part of their life and see their like house and their kids and their family and you can edit. It's kind of like your own TV like you can pick what channels you want to tune into it's and there's no commercials, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. So I've always been into, like, I grew up doing like theater and like, um, not, I'm not television, but I actually, (laughs) this is a random story. Um, in college, I was a part of a reality TV show that never aired. So nobody knows about it, but Ah. we, we filmed and recorded, I lived in LA for, like, a whole, like, three or four months shooting wow. it. And it was, like, a Mark Burdett production, Who who's the guy who created, like, um, The Apprentice and Survivor and all those big-time ones. And CBS was supposed to pick it up. I don't even know why it never did. I guess, apparently, in Hollywood, that happens all the time. Things just, like, they spend all this money and film all this stuff, and then it never sees the light of day. Which but is that crazy. ended up, I know. So even, so even like that little weird blip in my life, that weird experience, like I just, it's not like I like, oh, I love being in front of a camera. Like I've never felt <laughs> like, oh, I want to be an actress or anything. But yeah. I think the draw for me for Instagram is I love people. And I think the Lord has given me um, a heart to encourage and to bring joy into the world because I see huh? so much of the world we live in and of Instagram having the exact opposite of that. And, and I, I don't know, I just want to be a light. And I feel like yeah. if it's something as simple or dumb yeah. as me getting on there and sharing You know what I'm doing in my kitchen, and it's so fun for me to do because I'm, I'm I'm on my TV channel, and this is my cooking show, and I think that's always a secret like thing. I I would love to have like had a cooking show, or like I look at the Joanna Gaines of the world, and Mm -hmm. she's just very inspiring to me. So I think what made me kind of start sharing. Via in stories and everything and then turned into Sunday Bakes was kind of that deep, weird drive. Um, But then also baking um, again, I kind of looked at like, oh, my gosh, I can make my own baking show. Like, I don't need to have a legit TV network. This is it. And and it's fun. It's creative. It felt like fun and like something to edit and i love putting music behind it and all that kind of stuff so so that and i don't know how sunday bakes i think it just i happen to i happen to do it a couple weeks in a row on a sunday and yeah you're like i don't know i I really (laughs) it's not like i mean it's so funny it's not like i like sat there and thought okay what am i gonna call this and how i i literally just like Put it on there and was sharing my life and I think I remember like people being like this is so soothing to watch or I love this is so funny or wow that looks so good like getting a reaction and I was like oh that's interesting so I think I noted that and was curious and took cues and kept going and here we are
1: (laughs) and I love when you are putting music in there there was something a couple weeks ago. Or maybe on like one of your save stories where it was like you were doing a food and it was like and then the music was if I could turn uh, yeah <laughs> I know it's just There's makes so many me great like, songs I know because yes. it's just and I'm one that I'll just sing randomly so I just like when I hear someone else just like putting out random songs because it's like yeah like yeah brings joy <laughs> like you want good you know? <laughs>
0: good.
1: good I'm glad. <laughs> What, um, so what would be like your favorite type of thing to bake? Like when you, and I feel like you've done desserts and appetites, like there's just an array. Like, do you have something that you love to do? Like, you really love desserts or.
2: Yeah. I mean, for sure, sweets are my thing. Like, I love, I do love desserts. Mm -hmm. But all that being said, like, I don't like making, like, cakes that they're just kind of, like, very frightening to me. And
0: I just, Really?
2: Yeah, I just, they're really tricky. Like, I can bake a cake and, great, great, get the cakes done, but I think the icing and the frosting and, like, I'm not a perfectionist, but I feel like, I don't know.
1: I also, like, want my cake to look really good. Oh, yes. And so, since Valentine's Day is coming up, are what are some fun things you can share that would be fun to make at home rather than going out and spending lots of money on a fancy dinner? Because I feel yes. like, I mean, not just with Valentine's Day, but with any holidays. You know, a lot of people go out and just. But mm-hmm. do you have any suggestions on like this is actually pretty simple to make or yeah,
2: you know? yeah, honestly. My favorite, um, here's like a really easy, and I'm sure everybody's done this. Um, here's a couple ideas. So everybody, I feel like does like Valentine's day thinks like chocolate covered strawberries. Well, a friend of mine, um, was like, and that's super easy to do. And you can just buy like dark chocolate and melt it in the microwave and whatever, but what, what, to me, what's the fruit game changer to dip in chocolate is raspberries. And so I will always make like dark chocolate covered raspberries for Valentine's Day. And then it's like, I mean, just legit, like go to the store, buy the dark chocolate melting wafers and roll your raspberries in it, put it on, um, wax paper and put it in the fridge, let them harden. And then it's just like this tart, sweet, rich bite. And it's so good, and it's just different than chocolate-covered strawberries.
1: Yeah. And I like that they're, like, bite size.
2: Yes, yeah. But then this other, um, like, a little trifle thing, um, I love, like, if you make, like, a chocolate, like, brownie, you can make a brownie, you can make a chocolate cake base, um, but some kind of chocolate, like, brownie or cake. And then I use a cookie-cutter and cut it out in the shape of a heart once it's cooked once it's baked uh-huh. and then um and then top it with fresh berries and like homemade whipped cream and then I'll make like a ganache to kind of top it off with like a ganache a chocolate ganache um which is just like melted chocolate and heavy cream and it's easy and again it's like that's a fun kid friendly thing and if you don't want to make cake or brownies from scratch just use a box you know like there's decent ones out there and yeah (laughs) um as far as that's what i always do
0: i always use a box
2: yes there's
0: (laughs) no shame in that game
2: you know um but yeah those are like two real real simple but easy and i think if you're at home making anything like I don't know. There's so much love in doing it. It doesn't have to be fancy and I mean, we won't go out for Valentine's Day this year. I don't think we really ever do, honestly. Yeah. We're <laughs> we're like that lame couple that's like, "I love you. Happy Valentine's." I mean, I I we kind of more celebrate with our girls, like our kids. Like I'll get them little treats and Michael probably buy them little flowers, you know. Aww. But um yeah, but but then I don't know some easy pasta dinner because I mm. that feels like Valentiny yeah. to me. I mean, I guess steak, but to me, I'm like I want like a yummy pasta and then a yummy dessert.
1: Yep, that that's me too. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, who do you like to follow on social media or like on TV um, to inspire you for food creations?
2: yes okay there's this um girl um her her instagram is half-baked harvest and Mm. she has like tons and tons of followers and i mean she's has cookbooks and she's a real deal and actually her brother um is a professional snowboarder and he was in the olympics and won his name's red gerard and he won the um The gold medal like last winter olympics so it's so fun to kind of watch her behind the scenes of like her family because they have that whole side and then they live in i want to say colorado or maybe utah i don't know i know it's different but she just lives in the middle of snow country beautiful and she's an amazing photographer and all her food i have her cookbooks and and cook out of them and yeah, and it just okay. started for her the same way, like just exploring recipes and ideas and food network. You know who really inspires me in on food network is um, Ina Garten, the Barefoot Contessa, and oh. I would say, yeah, and Re yeah. Drummond, okay. um, Pioneer Woman. I don't know what it is, okay. especially yeah. Barefoot Contessa. That music is so dang cheesy, like, <laughs> like, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it's like where her house is, or it's just like her clean kitchen and everything looks so fresh, and mm-hmm. it makes me want to be in my kitchen and make things, you know. Um, yeah, and that's kind of the same with Re. I mean, she. Yeah, it's just so – and she's a mom, and she has kids yeah. running in and out. So I, like, relate on that level, and her yeah. recipes aren't crazy. They're just good. And, gosh, there's so many, so many people out
0: yeah. there. Oh, thank you for sharing those. Yeah. 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 to look those people up, too.
1: Yes. So something else that you do a lot of that you mentioned briefly before is that you're a songwriter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel like I naively thought a long time ago, like, oh, if you're a songwriter, you write a song and then bam, it gets like published. Yeah. But I know now like that that is not how it goes. So yeah. what kind of when did you start writing songs and what is more of a realistic view of like how that actually happens? Like, yeah. songs.
2: No, I mean, I felt, I thought the same thing, like, well, and truly, I thought a songwriter before Nash. my move to Nashville, I thought, like, to be a songwriter, you were like Beethoven, where you're sitting at a piano, <laughs> and you're writing, like, music notes, and, like, treble class, bass class, and the time signature, all that, um, like, scoring music, um, mm-hmm. I thought that's what it was, mm-hmm. and it's actually not that, and... and anymore honestly in la or nashville or new york um but so i started i mean i grew up loving music i um i grew up singing in my church and okay
0: um,
2: my first instrument was piano i think i started playing piano in third grade and then in eighth grade i started um taking guitar lessons and really loved guitar and i remember the guitar kind of opened this world of creating my own music, and you know, eighth grade is perfect in time for high school, and then it's like, oh my gosh, the angsty high schooler with all these emotions and <laughs> boys, and yeah. So I just would write out everything I was feeling in song in high school, and I played them at like my talent shows and in like local coffee shops, and kind of knew. I want to go – I don't know what I want to do. I think I want to be a singer maybe, but I know I want to do music, and I know Nashville is a place where they do music. So I found – ended up finding Belmont University, which is where I went. And once I got to Belmont in Nashville, I was like, man, songwriting, like, this is it. Like, this is what I want to do. This is – I can't believe people just go and sit in a room and – make up stuff, like make up lyrics and melody and then I mean it's just yeah, it's just unfathomable. I'm like people get paid to do that. Right. So the so the oh. the long short of um the life of a songwriter. So if you have a publishing deal, which means um, you are getting you're a, basically a staff songwriter, and so you're getting paid an advance to write songs. The advance is recoupable, um, but it's basically a publisher's way to say, "Hey, like, you don't need a day job. You can like, this will cover your life, your bills, and all that stuff. So you can just yeah. focus on being creative and and writing songs." So if you're if you're fortunate enough to land a publishing deal. From there, the journey of a song is like, um, like right now being a mom, my, my workload has lessened just cause I can't do as much. So I write up usually like three days a week. So I'll go in to music row or to a producer's or someone's house or a studio or a co-writer's house. And, um, and I do a lot of co-writing, Nashville okay. and really the songwriting world in general these days is very co write driven. I I mean I mm-hmm. it it's more fun to me. I enjoy being in a room with another brain or two rather than just mine. Um yeah. a lot of times ideas start just by myself, but um the song finishes with other people. So my three days a week Writing and writers write all different kinds. I mean, there's some people only write like 12 songs a year, but they're amazing songs. Some people write like doubles five days a week. So it, it kind of is just your creative process. But, um, I go in and you sit in a room and you either, a lot of times I have like people that I write regularly with. A lot of times it's new people, sometimes it's with an artist sometimes it's with like a producer who's building like a track behind you as you're kind of coming up with things and it's really just like usually start with you just talk about life in a therapy session or like just hey I have this idea what if we say this what if this is a title I don't really know what it means and then it's just kind of bouncing ideas and then Someone either has like a, like a melody musical vibe or you just kind of start making stuff up. I mean, truly, (laughs) it's just creating. Yeah. Um, So, you finish a song and, um, in my case, I have publishers, so I'll send it, email a, a work tape to them. I call it a work tape. It's basically just like a voice memo on my phone. When we're done with the song, just record the whole thing, you know, just a quick guitar vocal or but a lot I mean in today's day and age there's a lot of times you leave with a full recorded demo because there's so many at-home studios and producers and people building tracks so you just lay down a vocal and you have a demo and then what happens to those demos is either a if it wasn't written with the artist um, the publisher's job is to go out and then pitch it and try and get other like an artist to record it. Um, or B, if you did write it with an artist, then you just hope and pray and pray and hope that um, they like it enough to add it to record it themselves and to add it onto their album. And then if it makes it onto the the record the album, then you really always are hoping for a single a radio single because that's where you actually make like money money um and but i mean it really is like being struck by lightning to get you know write first of all write a great song that will beat out thousands of others but written by legendary amazing songwriters every day and then second have it go through the filter of the artists themselves, the producer, the managers, the record label, the A&R, and then they record it and they decide to put it to radio. Well, then it has to, the radio team sends it out to all these um, music directors and program directors at radio stations, and they decide, like, are we going to add this to our playlist or not? So it just has to go, th- and then once it goes to the playlist, And you kind of start hearing it. They do a bunch of testing with random weird testing and people giving opinions. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's It's a very involved. It's (laughs) very involved. And the music you hear on the radio is fortunately, but unfortunately heavily edited and selected Mm -hmm. and, windled down dwindled down and um yeah yeah so i i all that to say like i feel so incredibly blessed that my songs have made it to see the light of day you know what i mean yeah. and and know that like for every song that has like i have hundreds that haven't i mean i have written hundreds maybe even I don't know if I've written a thousands, but maybe I maybe have written like a thousand, fifteen hundred songs in my life. And wow. I mean, the world, no, I mean, not even the world. That's the thing. Like the Christian music industry knows a handful of them, but yeah. Country, like I have a, my second song country radio single is out right now, but yeah, you know it's have I yay start. i know it's oh, celebration nice. um, yeah. but it's having a slow start you know what i mean like people yeah. may never know it to be to me to even say like yeah i've had songs on country radio but they didn't test well or they didn't make it up the charts so they're not huge you know what i'm saying but but i'm very 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 blessed and i realize i'm in like a two percent little bubble of people who actually get to make music get paid to do it and actually have it yeah Yeah. kind of be out there so it's crazy but I keep what
0: are some of your favorite songs that you've written over the years
2: oh man even if they haven't
0: come to I was gonna say there's a lot
2: that have not seen the light of day um but the ones that have that I love and believe in so much are um, uh, this song called If We're Honest that um, an artist named Francesca Battistelli yeah. recorded because um, mm-hmm. that was just such an amazing day mm-hmm. of just being like vulnerable and real and like we weren't trying to write a song for her record or for the radio it was just like let's just write a song and mm-hmm. it's so cool that it made it to where it did um
1: and if we're honest we love it oh oh, thank (laughs) you i'm so glad
2: um song there's another song uh i do love still you mentioned Mm -hmm. still uh, hillary scott and really had that and i yeah i do gosh yeah the emotion and that i
1: love i mean and Um, her voice is okay but i I mean (laughs) mean, i guess it'll do i guess we'll see if she makes it yeah Yeah. poor girl
2: (laughs) poor girl no it's beautiful Um, there's a country song that was released by a girl named danielle bradbury called worth it um and i i really feel passionate about that song too i just Especially for her, like, writing it in the writer room and knowing what she was going through and knowing that she sings it every night on stage and just, yeah, it's just, it's just cool to know the, the heart behind. But anyways, but I'm also, like, there's a lot of my songs that I don't like <laughs> too.
1: Like, I mean, any, like, what does the fox say? Because, uh, I feel like, <laughs> no,
2: I have not yet, but. Well, no, I'm. Tra- I've been asking my publishers because I, you know, my life is consumed with kid shows, and I'm like, yeah, I all these little ditties and theme songs, and I'm like, I can write those in my sleep. Like, what For do sure? I got to do to write like the Paw Patrol theme song? Like, can? <laughs> yes. cause, oh my god! You know, yes. <laughs> or Fancy Nancy. Do 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 do. It's like yes. I, I got I got it. So yeah, mm, I don't know. I'm like mm-hmm. maybe there's some untapped potential in. In that world or For Disney. Sure. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Disney. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, as we start to wrap it up, I just, um, I know I mentioned earlier about how you were on Annie F. Down's podcast and something when you were talking about God just waking you up in the morning, which God does not wake me up in the morning. My friend <laughs> does. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned how it's not that you need this long time. Um, but just a sh- time, you know, if it's quickly just the center your heart being with God. Mm-hmm. And so can you share more just about setting aside your time to be with the Lord? Cause I feel like personally, I've always kind of thought when I hear people talking about being with the Lord or like when I'm setting my quiet time, like, oh, does it need to be this extended time? Like I felt like if it was only 10 minutes, like that, that wasn't fair. Cause then you hear people like, oh, but you. Spend two hours watching The Bachelor, but only 10 minutes with the Lord. (laughs) You know, like, you're guilty. Yeah. (laughs) And so, can you just share a little bit more about setting aside time, you know, realistically, with having kids and having a career and life? Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah, no. I mean, I think, I mean, here's the thing God knows us so intimately. And he knows our hearts and he knows, um, like our, you know, our desires and that if daily or every other day or once a week, like the only time we, um, we can find that week is just like a 10 minutes on a Wednesday. Like he knows that you're not sitting there being like, "God, I just don't feel like talking to you like I just I don't know like I have better things to do than you, you know what I mean like he. I believe he sees and knows that we're trying that being said, yeah, I do try so hard to to put him first and honestly let him be the first thought in my head when I wake up and I'm in, I'm doing a Bible study with a few of my girlfriends right now. Um, that is a Lisa Turkers Bible study of first and second Kings, which I was like, when they brought that up, I'm like, barf Kings. Who wants to read Kings? (laughs) But let me tell you, it is rocking my world. Like I am learning. Yes. Like it's so crazy. Just the way she is linking it to like our world and our pace and, you know it's just it's really rooted in like trusting god and Hmm. so okay so um yeah and and one of the themes in it has been like um how these all these kings in the bible um back in the day worshipped um you know their golden calves and other gods on the on high places and um and she kind of said, and this just stuck with me. She was like, "What is, what is at the high place, and what is a high place in your life where it like it should be God, and you need to just knock down everything?" And honestly, for me, like I just felt convicted that it's, it's the first thought in the morning is roll over, grab my phone, what time is it, and then the habit to check my email, check my Instagram. I'm like, no, like, that's not first. First thought in the morning is, Lord, hi, I want you to be with me. Like, here we go. We're starting the day and then get out of bed and then hopefully have some, like, time to sit down and, like, read, read the word. But um, so I don't know. I've been trying lately to kind of knock down any of the other kind of idols and, even if that looks like worry or fear and I'm like wasting my thoughts on worrying about, yeah, Yeah. like how's Grayly going to do in kindergarten next year or is Ellie, you know, does she connect to me enough or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but for me, I think any time is better than no time. And, um, I feel just better in my life. I feel more whole and more more filled and so much more peace when I start my day, even if it's just like a verse, um, just, just reading, reading the word of God for me, also this Bible study, like, so I'm trying to, you know, find time here and there. And it is, it's in. It's in snippets too. It might be five minutes, and then the girls are like, I'm hungry, I want breakfast, I'm I'm awake. So then maybe I have another five minutes in the middle of the day, and then I'm another five minutes at night, you know, and that accumulates to be time, but I don't know. And I also think there's no, I mean, there's no schedule with God, you know, it could be in your commute to work just turn off the radio or turn on the radio and let the bible app play or just talk to him and that's he just i just believe he just wants to us to be in constant communication with him and mm-hmm. um yeah and you don't have to beat yourself up if that's not an hour in the morning at 4 a.m yeah. you know what i'm <laughs> saying like
0: yeah <laughs> yeah Yeah, like
2: (laughs) nobody has time for that. I mean, and that's terrible to say, but it's, you know, I think you just making the effort is Mm -hmm. huge. And he honors that. And for me, it is the more effort I make and the more time I spend with him, the more I want and the easier it is just to, okay, I'm not going to sit here and watch this show. I want to actually go like dig into this Bible study. You know? Yeah. It's like yeah. um someone said when when my babies were little, they're like, Oh, make sure they sleep a lot. Like sleep begets sleep. The more they sleep, the more they sleep Which I don't know how true that is, but maybe but I feel like for for me, like the more I read, the more I pray, the more I like read and the more I pray. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: I don't
1: know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Makes Thank you for sharing that. Yeah.
0: yeah. So looking into this new year, this new decade, what are some of your dreams and goals for Sunday Bakes songwriting? Like, what's some of the things that you have planned for you this upcoming year? Yeah, it's
1: like having a baby because that's okay. yeah yeah. Oh, well, we're gonna have <laughs> a baby. A Yay! Yes.
2: Um. Goodness, I my um dream and prayer is that sunday bakes would just continue to to be what it is and grow and um i like the opportunities like this to, to talk to you guys and meet new people and then you know share my heart and hopefully continue to bring joy or bring a breath of fresh air into people's lives who need it and honestly to be I like pray that the Lord continues to give me opportunities to be real and speak from a real place with other women and moms and single women or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I feel yeah. like, especially as a, when I was had gray my first baby, I just was starving for someone real to help me walk through that. Not just don't newborns smell so good? Aren't they just precious and perfect? And, like, yes, they're all those things. But, wait, am I alone that I am feeling depressed and I hate breastfeeding? And I yeah, and I have thought, what did we do? Why do we have a kid? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. I felt like I was out there alone because no one that I knew at least really – share the real real and um i don't know i just pray that the lord continues to give me opportunities and i think through sunday bakes doors open um Mm -hmm. i would love to write some kind of like cookbook I don't know that's like way down the road that's not I mean that's not 2020 that's like down (laughs) the road Um, but that's always like in the back of my mind Um, and just speaking at different things like I don't really know what I have to say but I feel like I have things to say yeah Um,
1: absolutely
2: yeah and then writing like I just want to be writing the best songs that I can and that I love and to I think my dream beyond just having songs that connect to people is that i um i just honor the lord with with that part of my life and that mm-hmm. um i enjoy it and embrace it and it's easy to kind of get in your head in the music industry and in comparison and um frustration and it's very much a roller coaster ride of like oh my gosh, this is it going to happen? Oh, it's not going to happen. And, the, you know, so I just, yeah. I think I'm I'm being very intentional with that part of my career to surrender it to him and to just continue to trust him and, and know that, like, he's giving me this gift and I'm using it and, and then all I can do from there is just trust him, you know, musically, music-wise. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, Molly, as we finish up, something that we like to ask everyone at the end is just, how do you like to unwind just after a busy day or a busy week? What do you do to take care of you?
2: Yes. Well, I, I don't know if you guys are into the Enneagram at all, but, um,
1: yeah,
2: I, I'm an Enneagram nine and nines. We like to lounge around and be (laughs) snuggly so honestly my unwinding is like get me my pajamas get me on the couch get me like a cup of decaf coffee or tea probably some kind of treat whether that's ice cream or a cookie um and then yeah. yeah either like watching a movie with my husband or reading or I mean. It's it's so cliche, but it is just like that relaxation of just shutting everything down and intentionally like I'm done, like no more text messages, no more emails, no more of this. It's like I'm just going to be in my house and the kids are in bed. Yeah, that's it. If I could travel, I would unwind at the beach. So Mm -hmm. if I could go every night. To the beach I would do that and that would help me unwind but
1: that's not real <laughs> that would be so. really nice <laughs> yeah oh awesome well Molly thank you so much I mean I just feel like you're just so wonderful like just one yes. of the nicest people I think we've ever interacted with because I know we talked kind of before we started recording too and you're just So kind, and you have so much to offer, and just hearing Mm -hmm. your heart behind everything, it just helps to open our eyes and to just know, you know, I know you want to bring joy to people and put God first, and I can feel just from our conversation, like, you do that. You know, and, like, you've obviously have impacted us, and like I told you before with that song, still, like, you are making a difference, and even if it's just to one person, like, that's really... Something you know, like you're doing the Lord's work, so thank you, and thank you you for taking time out of your
2: business. Yes, (laughs) thank you, thank you. You guys are incredible women, I know that. So, yeah, thank you for saying that. I'm grateful, and thank you for having me. This has been wonderful, yay!
1: Yay. And we can't wait to find out what you have. I know (laughs) this summer, everybody's got (laughs) to (laughs) wait. Well, thank you, Molly, and enjoy the rest of your week and happy early day. Thank (laughs) you,
2: you girls too. I'll talk to
1: you soon. All All right, right. take care. Okay, bye. Bye. That was so much fun chatting with Molly. She was just so kind and just an open book, and we just loved talking to her. So we hope that you will go support her and show her all the love, just as much as we will support her and show her the love. On Instagram, you can find her at Molly Reed Grayson. And if you want to just look her up on the web, mollyreedgrayson.com. And there she has linked some Sunday Bakes recipes, and you can subscribe. And so it's just so fun to watch her Sunday Bake videos. They just make me laugh. And she's just so real, and it's just refreshing. So please go follow her and support her and tell her thanks for being part of the show. And as always, listeners, please um, just follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We'd love to hear from you and your feedback about the podcast. We're so grateful that you took time out of your day to join us in this conversation. Have a great week.